The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Kia ora friends, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara of Motueka, bringing you an eco postcard. Each week I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our world concerning the health of our beautiful planet. Sometimes it's good news and sometimes it's bad. Ah, the first item I have for you today is, in my my view, um, very much good news. And it's kind of huge. Uh, it's... it's um, an item from the end of end of November, uh, so it's a few weeks now since since this happened, but it was a a court ruling where a Queensland court has said that the huge Galilee Basin coal project should not go ahead because of its contribution to climate change, its environmental impacts, and because it would erode human rights. Now, that that is a very big deal. This is a very big uh, coal um, project, a very huge amount of coal in the ground, and this court said that it should stay there. Uh, for the above, for the reasons I mentioned. Now, furthermore, this uh, uh, case was brought by young people, mostly children. It was mounted initially in 2020 by a First Nations-led group of young people aged 13 to 30 called Youth Verdict. And it was the first time that human rights arguments were used in a climate change case in Australia. Um, The project had received approval at the federal government level, but it needs a state government mining lease and environmental authority to go ahead. And in in the, the court case that I've just mentioned in Queensland, in the Queensland Land Court, President Fleur Kingham recommended to the state government that both entitlements be refused. In making this recommendation, Fleur Kingham reflected on how the global landscape has changed since the Paris Agreement in 2050 and since the last major challenge to a mine in Queensland in 2016, which was one you may have heard of because it was also a very big deal. That was the Adani Carmichael mine. Both, both of these mining projects have the capacity to just blow the carbon budget totally. They, they kind of are real carbon bombs. So Kingham, this judge, drew a clear link between the mining of this coal, its ultimate burning by a third party overseas, and the project's material contribution to global emissions. She concluded that the project poses unacceptable climate change risks to people and property in Queensland. 
hooray for that judge, I say. Um, it really is an important case. Of course, it'll undoubtedly be challenged and we'll have to watch how it plays out. Um, but it was a very brave and important ruling. Okay, on to a few other um, health linkages here. The first one being with stillbirths. And uh, a, a large global study of stillbirths show correlation with air pollution and um, pollution particles are found in the placenta of babies who, who die before birth. The causal mechanism is not yet understood, but the correlation is clear. And, of course, the, the relation of that to... Um, in environmental issues and climate issues is that that such um, air pollutants are produced by both transport and industry burning fossil fuels. Um, so there are many, many linkages between human health and um, and climate change, and that is but one of them. Okay, here is another quite different one. Um, you will certainly have heard that uh, one of the things that ordinary people can do uh, to to create fewer carbon emissions is to eat a plant-based diet. Um, it's been found in another very large study, 80,000 people, showed that men who ate a plant-based diet have a much lower risk of bowel cancer, 20% lower risk. Um, no such linkage was found for women, um, but it was uh, pretty clear for men. Okay, from these uh, data showing linkages and helping us understand the nature of things to an item on action, um, a climate direct action group uh, protesting status, the, the urban SUV as a status symbol in wealthy suburbs uh, decided on uh, some kind of direct action. SUVs are extremely heavily polluting cars running on petrol and diesel. They're also much more lethal in collisions. <laughs> They're basically pretty dangerous. Your chances of surviving a collision with an SUV um, whether you're in another car, on a bike, or a pedestrian, um, are way lower than with other cars. Um, they also are responsible for heavy tyre pollution, which ends up killing marine life when it washes into the sea. So altogether, um, SUVs in uh, as a small proportion of vehicles for those who really need them on farms and so on may be good, but SUVs as status symbols in the city are not. So this group, which called themselves the tyre extinguishers, uh, simply let down one tyre on each suburban SUV 
and they left a note explaining why, saying some of the things that I've just said. They want a ban on suburban SUVs. And while they are a sort of decentralised kind of movement throughout Europe, they communicated well enough that on one night in late November last, they operated in eight countries to let down hundreds of tyres in big cities. Uh, they shared with each other instructions on how to deflate the tyre with a lentil in the nozzle and a printout of the reasons. Um, an interesting action. Okay, I'm going to end, end this. Then my last note is to do with rats um, and to do with rats on Stewart Island where school children undertook a project to get rid of rats in their, their area in order to protect the forest. And even very little children got involved in this. Apparently five-year-olds um, were involved in setting, setting and monitoring rat traps. And the, the kids in this one school killed 600 rats in 100 days. And they were apparently not, not just content to set the traps around their own backyard composting bins, but they went to neighbors' houses and neighbors' sheds um, and set traps because they were in a competition. <laughs> they, they were um, trying for prizes for who caught the, the most rats, who caught the biggest rat, the one with the longest tail, the one with the biggest teeth, etc. Um, these children are apparently avid conservationists anyway, quite apart from this competition, but they sure got into ridding their area of rats. All right, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara, and this has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards is on Monday afternoons, 3.30 p.m. and Saturday mornings, 9.45 a.m. Till next week, bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.